Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So I was actually looking at writing a book and I kind of shelved the idea for a while. Um, My background is more in business, so essentially... Uh, I didn't really want to write a book in business. I wanted to do something different. And I was on another research project when I came across this article about art thefts. And as I, I, none of which I've heard of, but as I traced the article back, one of the old articles at the bottom of it said that there's a Picasso stolen in 1973. And I thought, well, that's interesting. I've never heard of that. And I start digging into the story and I found all this fascinating information about um, the art market, unique art at the museum. And so I end up writing about it. And the one thing I do know is when I ask people, did you ever hear about the story? Most of them are like you. They say, I've never heard of it. Yeah. And I think that go- it lends itself to 1973 when there really wasn't a good way to communicate and track art when it was stolen. Right. But the things that stood out to me about this story, A, it's a Picasso. Uh, right. Second thing is it was stolen in the middle of the day. Um, so tell me about the story of this and, and what painting is it? Yeah, so it's a painting called, well, the news media called it New, just New, which is probably the most generic name you could come up with. Yeah, N-U-D-E. Um, <laughs> yeah, yes, right. Um, but the real name of the painting is a study for kneeling woman combing her hair. So a little bit longer. In the book, I actually refer a lot to it as nude because that's just a uh, mouthful when, you know, you're talking about the title. But it actually had several names in its past. And the painting was only the size of a, like a legal size piece of paper. And it was painted on wood, so it couldn't be rolled up. In the museum, if you look at back in 1973, the museum looked a lot different back then. They didn't have the windows that faced Art Hill. The side door entrance uh, exits uh, were blocked by galleries. The back door exit, actually, you had to go through the uh, old auditorium lobby. The office building wasn't there. So the museum was completely different as well. So the daytime theft, as I start to look at, you know, what the museum looked like back then, the daytime theft actually made sense. Well, I also noted that it was three days after Picasso died. So that that would make sense as a motive. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, um, I tried to go through all the possible motives that were relevant from that time era for stealing art. Because what I learned is somewhere around the early 60s, it, it, we can't, there was an epidemic in art thefts in Europe, and that made its way to the United States by the late 60s. So I went through and identified all the types of schemes that were used associated with art and uh, started eliminating ones that really didn't make sense based on this piece. So this, I think there's two really strong possibilities for this particular painting to have disappeared. One, it could have been intrinsic value um, 
someone was emotionally connected to Picasso or the painting and just decided to take a little bit of the master uh, because he had just died. And if that's the case, then you have to wonder if it's still here in St. Louis and no one realizes it because there wasn't a lot of publicity around this painting. So it could be laying around uh, the attic and you wouldn't probably recognize it as a stolen Picasso. The other possibility is that it was a contract hit, which was far more common, and it was moved to maybe another city and sold to an unsuspecting collector um, because, like I said, back then you really didn't have the communications infrastructure that you have today. So it was fairly easy in, 19, in the early 70s to have any type of theft, theft and move items to another location, have it sold with a buyer not having any knowledge of the item being stolen. So is the purpose of your book to kind of grease the wheels, get people knowing about this so that maybe it will lead to the painting being discovered? Yeah, I'm, that's really what I thought. You know, if you want to recover the painting, first people have to really hear about the story and it was not a well-known story. So let's start there. And this being the 50th anniversary of the theft, I thought was a good time to get interest back in the story and maybe get the information out there so that someone recognizes it and um, hopefully returns it. And how have you gone about your investigation? Have you been talking to people who might have been connected to this story, uh, documents? What have your main tools been? Yeah, so... I had reached out to uh, the FBI through the Freedom of Information Act, as well as the police department requested files, and those were long gone. They were purged a long time ago. So I had to look at newspaper archives. I I looked at government documents like fencing operations, what was going on back then. Um, I looked at other cases of art. court cases, things like that, anything that could give me a sense of what was happening in the art market, why why were people stealing art, what was happening locally. And um, so I, I went, I even looked at the painting itself, what, you know, starting with, um, okay, when we, when did the museum purchase this painting? Where did it come from? Um, who's featured on the painting. So I really just tried to take the readers through the entire process that I went through, trying to chasing the answer for this painting. And personally, you know, you this was a project you wanted to do. So at the end of this, uh, do you feel satisfied about how it turned out? Yeah, I mean, I it was my first book, and... Uh, yeah, I I think that I'm getting a little bit more interest than I thought I would, so that's a good thing because, you know, at the end of the day, you want the word to get out. And for me, it's not about selling the book as much as it is about how, can we find a painting and bring it back. Well, look forward to reading it. Thanks so much for joining me. Oh, thank you. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 